Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Jeremy Goodwin, sitting in for Sarah Fensky. Charlie Folly's in the loop. Joining me in studio to talk about it is St. Louis Public Radio political correspondent Jason Rosenbaum. Hey, Jason. Hello. Welcome to the program. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Well, the, the loop trolley has been chugging along now for 11 months, which is a little hard to believe because we've been talking about the trolley a lot in the several years leading up to its opening. It had a long, slow, some would say expensive birth. It finally got running last November. And now we hear it may shut down permanently by November 15th suddenly. Uh, what's going on? What's going on is that the people behind the trolley went to St. Louis County government and said, we need $200,000 this year to keep the trolley running this year and $500,000 to keep the trolley running next year. Um, there's been a lot of delays and issues with this trolley. There were lawsuits against it. Um, from what I've read, there were issues with getting the cars on time. And I think that from talking with Joe Edwards, who's a prominent University City businessman, who's been kind of the symbol, symbolic leader behind this effort, they need a third car to have reliable service. But the, the long and short of it is it's going to be very, very difficult to deliver this money to the trolley. There's no political support among the three Republicans on the county council and only one Democrat of the four would need to say, no, we're not giving the trolley th this money. And none of the four are super enthusiastic about it. Are you not sensing a lot of enthusiasm for coming up with some more money for this? I, I don't think so. And if you talk to a lot of county council people, even people who I, I think understand the, the plight here, they see it as throwing more money at a project that's required a lot of money in the past that's not show, showcasing um, success when it comes to ticket sales and when it comes to the expense of keeping it running. So and how I, much – where has the money been coming from so far? Primarily the money to build this came from a federal grant. And I think that's actually an important thing to point out here because one of the biggest questions among people about this entire saga is if the trolley shuts down, would money have to be repaid? Wow. And from talking with Jim Wilde of East West Gateway, uh, the FTA is— That's the Federal Transportation Authority? I believe so. Um, they're calculating how much money would have to be paid back. And Oh, so there is going to be a number? There is, according to Jim Wilde, yes. And I think that's one of the concerns. But I think that the, the concerns of city and county leaders is—, is are we just going to be throwing money at this project indefinitely because it doesn't meet the expectations that were promised when it was being built and, and being proposed? Yeah. And the fact that you know it, it was finally launched and now we're looking at will it make it a year or not? Yeah. I mean, candidly, this had been such a long time coming that when I saw a, a trolley in the wild when it was being <laughs> tested, I was genuinely surprised by it. I took a video of it and put it on Twitter, and I think it got liked like 50 times because people it, were genuinely, genuinely surprised. It was like it. spotting Sasquatch? Kind of. And, and that's no disrespect to the handlers. I just think it was kind of a commentary on how it's been a long-delayed project. Sure, sure. Well, our St. Louis on the Air host, Sarah Fensky, spoke with Joe Edwards right in this studio about a month ago. And uh, he's, of course, if we want to get governmental about it, he's he's not just a booster. He's the chair of the Loop Trolley Transportation Development District, as they like to put it. Uh, and, and Sarah cited some numbers to him that, that showed the trolley is well behind pace if it's going to stay anywhere near its budget. And Edwards basically said, don't worry about it. We won't know if this thing is a success until we add that third train in the spring, and then let's wait a year and see how it does, and then take a look at it. 
uh, let's give a listen to that. But until we get the, the seven days a week, I don't think we need to start counting is it a success or not. I think once that third car's up, maybe this spring, uh, then then go through the four seasons and, and decide um, whether. And it'll give people time, too, to the staff at the nonprofit Loop Trolley Company um, to fine-tune everything and work on the promotions. We can't even cross-promote with Missouri History Museum right now effectively but without knowing that they'll always be there on schedule. Okay, once, once because are, of the fact you only have these two cars. It'll make it, yeah, and if, well, and if one, you know, needs some mechanical adjustment, then you only have one. And so once, it's, once that third car is here, the, the game will be... You think that'll make one. all the difference? So, so that doesn't sound to me like a man who's just a couple of weeks ago from saying to the city and county, by the way, we need $700,000 to stay in business, please. That's pretty similar to what he's told me after this request was made. I want to just make that clear. I, I think that the issue is... Yeah, the, it, the, the idea that that third car that has been delayed yes. would change things. Yes, that's what he told me too. I think the issue is kind of endemic with train public transportation throughout St. Louis. The Loop Trolley is a 2.2-mile long line that goes from the University City Library to the Missouri History Museum. Now, for everyday people, if you don't need to go from that point to that point, then why would you why would you use the trolley? Why wouldn't you walk? Why wouldn't you ride your bike or drive your car? I'm in the loop all the time. I I actually probably if I really wanted to because I live in Richmond Heights, if I wanted to go for a long run, I could get to the loop from my house. And the thought of like using that trolley is basically impossible because I don't live next to it. And that's a similar problem with Metrolink. If you don't live next to a Metrolink and you have access to a car, well, unless you really like going on the train, you're probably going to find alternative transportation. And I just don't even think that the Sloop Trolley idea was was ever genuinely like a public transportation type thing. Even I mentioned Metrolink before. I do think that that's genuine public transportation for a lot of people. This just doesn't seem to have like a utility. Is this presented more as a a recreational activity kind of? It could be. And I I actually think that- An amenity? I think that's probably why there's been so much scorn against it. I think many people in St. Louis see the loop trolley as a mismatched priority. And even if the money that went for it was transit-based and was going towards something that it was supposed to go to, it's a symbol of how many people in St. Louis feel like money is going toward the loop trolley, but not going to eradicate poverty or deal with systemic racism or deal with economic decline. Maybe that's not fair because no one was expecting the trolley to solve all those things, but I think psychologically, that's a lot of why there's a lot of ire against it, if we have to be honest with ourselves. Yeah, it's been the target of a lot of snark. It's kind of been a snark collection society. And I, I've tried to stay away from the snark, notwithstanding yeah. that aforementioned tweet, because from talking with Joe Edwards over the years, I think he's genuinely believes in this. And his optimism about it, when you talk with him, it is, is contagious. And it's hard not to like want to root for this to succeed. But again, in addition to the fact that there's been this idea that this is not a good priority for the, for the city and county to invest in, there's the other aspect that construction of this trolley likely had a negative effect on some businesses in yeah. the loop because it took away parking for certain amounts of time. I, I haven't crunched the numbers or like gone door to door there, but I've certainly heard anecdotal things about how there has been some negativity toward that. Although the boosters of the trolley would say that, 
having the trolley has had a positive economic effect. So I want to just make sure that yeah. both well, of those sentiments are, are conveyed. Well, something we hear about the trolley and and other projects is that it's it's not just the, the thing itself, but that it's an important thing for the region, whether it's driving tourism or it's contributing to an atmosphere of growth in the city and region. Uh, the trolley, the Ferris wheel, basically whenever someone wants to buy, wants to build something, the charter's admission, we hear about how it goes beyond that particular audience and it's about the, the region generally. Is, is there something to that? I, I go back and forth on this because I just mentioned all of the dire needs of the St. Louis region. And I think that those are dire needs that real, need a real conversation about how you invest. Um, but on the other hand, I think that the idea that we wouldn't put public money toward any sort of entertainment or cultural amenity mm -hmm. would also be kind of a bridge too far. With that logic, we wouldn't have the uh, zoo museum district, which has world-class zoos and museums and botanical gardens that for the most part are, are free for people. Obviously, the botanical garden does charge admission yeah. at certain times. But I do think that there is some reason to discuss funding cultural amenities. I just think that a lot of people don't think that this fits the bill. And by this, I mean the loop trolley. So you, you say you're skeptical about seeing more public dollars head this way. What are the possible ways forward for the trolley right now? I think that one possible way is more corporate donations. Uh -huh. um, there has been, as Joe Edwards told me, Clayco has given money to the loop trolley. Um, I think that could be a pathway that many policymakers want to take because that way they wouldn't have to explain to voters why they expended public money toward this enterprise. Whether or not like businesses and corporations are going to want to invest in this is a whole other story. Like the corporate community gets asked to in invest in public enterprises all the time. Like millions of dollars from individuals and corporations went to refurbish the, the arch grounds as well as some public money. And there may be more pressing endeavors that the corporate community wants to go toward than the loop trolley, especially if they can't like showcase that the ticket sales are up to snuff. And have you ridden it? I have not. No. Who's the audience for it? Um, tourists, perhaps. Um, I, I, I heard that there's like a comedy show on, on there occasionally. So maybe people that like comedy, uh, Again, like I just haven't had a reason to, to use it. And I, I go to the loop all the time because my wife works at Washington University and sometimes I meet her around that area. But like I, I drive there and I park my car somewhere. It's, like, it sounds like it's in that, that, that in between, that, that dangerous crevice where it, uh, where it, it needs to the, the point of having enough ridership to sustain itself. But until it gets to that, um, it, it can't reach. It's somewhat of a paradox. I think so. And maybe I should ride it to, to help it out and see what it's like. But I just haven't had a reason to. And I have have been covering this story on and off for a while. But, you know, I kind of got thrown into this because this is what was happening at county council. And I usually cover county council things. But, Jeremy, you've really shamed me into perhaps uh, actually trying it out for myself. Well, it seems like it's one of those things where it, it needs that critical mass in order to, to sustain itself. But un until it sustains itself, uh, it, people don't know when it's going to run necessarily. What days is it open? Let's check. Let's look it up online and see if it's running today. That sort of a thing. Yeah, I think that that's a good sentiment. And we'll see what happens for the future, because as I mentioned before, like it shutting down completely may not be a completely cost-free enterprise. And 
there's also the question, like, if it shuts down and there's nothing to replace it with, there's been all this construction around the loop to accommodate the trolley. And I think the next question would be, like, what do you do with all that? Do you just leave it there and there not be a trolley? Um, that may be a discussion years into the future, but that's not going to be a cost-free exercise either, even though from what I've heard there were streetcars before in St. Louis and they just paved over them hmm. with asphalt. But And I don't know if this is a simple answer or not, but if indeed the uh, trolley district ends up needing to repay some federal money, where does that where does that actually come from? I, I don't actually know the answer to that question. Yeah. Um, I think that would probably be something that city and to some extent county leaders would would be discussing. Yeah. Um, and there's also the whole aspect that I think that there is still a transportation development district that would still be collecting money for the trolley, regardless of whether it's running or not, um, because yeah. I believe that's supported by a surcharge and a sales tax. Thanks, Jason. You're welcome. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.